do design decisions involve value judgments? Andy Halliwell has gone and posted this question on LinkedIn as part of our redesigning D&T project and debates. I think this is a really tricky one to answer and our expert group felt that it was an important question that needed debating. Do design decisions involve value judgments? I think firstly, I'd be saying, what do you mean by a value judgment, a values judgment? And maybe in your response to Andy's question, you'll explore what you understand and what your views are of what value judgments are and then whether they actually impinge on or affect the design decisions that designers make and also that children make in D&T lessons. So do join the debate. We're always open to conversation and discussion on this. But for now, on to the next episode. This is the Talking D&T podcast, episode two. Welcome to the Talking D&T podcast with me, Alison Hardy, a podcast for anybody interested in design and technology education, where I'll be sharing news, views, ideas and opinions about D&T. PGC students. Uh, she's just about to finish. Mm-hmm. How many weeks have you got left? Four actual teaching weeks. Five and a half term. I bet you can't believe it. No, it's flown by. Yeah, because you came on the subject knowledge enhancement last year. Yes. And we're starting with a new group tomorrow. Really? I was going to say that actually. Um, they must be starting soon. Wow. So a whole year. Yeah. And you're still here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still cheaping along. So... What were you doing before you came on the ski? Um, so I was a women's wear designer for two years. Um, yeah, right. Fashion. So what did that involve? Um, I met with high street buyers. I worked mainly with Arcadia, so right. Topshop was my account, Miss Selfridge. So I used to go to London quite a lot, to the offices, um, design stuff for the season, really. And oh, then right. buyers would choose some stuff or like give us designs to do so so what did you have to do with them when you were given designs um get samples made so where i worked in leicester they had like um machinists that worked there so we would work with the pattern cutters get a pattern made get a sample made and then send the samples out then if they like something they might want to tweak something a bit and then they'd order it yeah. So do you then have the satisfaction of those scenes with those stuff on the shelves and on the racks? Yeah, that was a very rewarding part, I would say. When, I, when my first design went into Miss Selfridge, I was like, wow. <laughs> when it was on the website, honestly, it was really, yeah. it was really surreal. Um, so yeah, that's good. And so what was your degree in? Fashion studies, my degree. And where did you do that one? Uh, the University of Derby. Right, okay. And so you did A-level textiles? Yeah, A-level textiles, um, and I did GCSE textiles as well. Right, so when you came on the ski last year, your main area was around design and textiles. Yeah, so absolutely. How, how did you find the ski last year, then, having to do all those different material areas? Interesting. Glad I did it. That's tactful. <laughs> but glad I did it. I learned a lot, mm. and still am, in schools, obviously. But it's crazy how you. I obviously the last time I did like resistant materials yeah. um, was in like year eight or year nine at school. But stuff does come back to you. Mm. 
Like, mm. The electronics, actually, I at first it, it scared me, but I've taught it in schools, right. and I actually quite like teaching it now. I think once you've got a basic level of understanding, like the teachers always say to me at school, you know more than the kids know. Yeah. So you've just got to yeah. go yeah. with it. And I suppose it's also your confidence comes in, doesn't it? Because you've you've done it. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Good. And it's nice, like, when the kid asks you a question and you actually know the answer in something like electronics, though, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, particularly when it's out of your comfort zone. Yeah, like, and then they're like, oh, yeah, okay, miss, that's... Mm. Yeah. So have you done any e-textiles then during the year? Not at schools. So. On, the, on the ski we did some, yeah. didn't we? Um, uh, actually, tell a lie, at my first placement, one boy was doing a glove and it had some sort of... Obviously, it was textiles because it was a glove, yeah. but it was electronics because it had circuits and things in. But he was year 11 and I wasn't too heavily involved. Right. But I had a look at some of his right. stuff. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So is that something you want to bring into your next post? Because you've got a you've got a job for September. Are you hoping to do a bit of e-textiles in that? Yeah. I would like. There's. I think there's a few things. Well, I say a few things. A few projects at school that could be made like developed. Yeah. I know there's a, a girl there doing QT this year. She's worked with the head of department, and they've already changed yeah. a few things. Tried to get like iterative design into the stage three stuff right. so yeah i think okay. he's quite keen to get things a bit moving along all right so you're kind of entering the department at a really yeah. exciting point then yeah i think so good good yeah so this year how's it been uh this year has been good it's been stressful at times i would actually say there's only been a couple of times where i felt stressed out right I feel like genuinely really supported. Mm. I'm not just saying that either because because mm. I want to be treated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I do feel like, and I think when you do feel like stressed and you've got a lot to do, you've got assignments, mm. planning lessons, especially stepping up to the second placement where your hours go up. I think you've just got to think everyone's in the same boat, and if you've got your mentor at school that's supportive, then you should be fine. Yeah. It's hard, but it's achievable. Yeah. Definitely. Any particular highlights? I think just being in the classroom. Right. Yeah. I think initially, obviously, it's really daunting and you're quite scared, but I think when you find your feet and you think... And this, I suppose I found as well, when I first got some like positive feedback at my, at my first placement and one of the staff said to me, it was my first ever lesson of teaching on my own, and she said to me... Rosie, you are going to be a brilliant teacher. She was like, any department will be lucky to have you. And I just thought, I can do it. And it's just nice, that sort of yeah. achievement. Yeah, Just being in the past, being with, getting to know the students is mm -hmm. great. When you become a familiar face, I think that's really nice. Because mm. you're sort of in the corridors and everyone's like, hi, miss. Yeah. You're like, and you form as well. Yeah. It's nice to have a form group. All right. So when you were stressed, what did you do to deal with your stress. Can you give any sort of future student teachers advice about managing it? Write a list. I love a list anyway. <laughs> I write a list for everything. Prioritise. Don't try and do too much in a day. Like I know we've had a conversation about that. Set yourself achievable, tar realistic mm. targets and just 
do then and then have a break. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Don't overload. Try and do too much because I think you just don't do things as well as you could. What did you do to take a break? What was your sort of switch up? Some some days I would literally completely stop. Other times, just even go. For, I obviously do a lot of running, mm. so go for a run, go for a walk. Um, even just like stop and like, make sure you have lunch, have yeah. something to eat, Should and then get back on with it. Yeah. So now we're getting to the end. What are you looking forward to most in your new job? What's the most I'm looking forward to being in my classroom and having, so obviously you have a lot of constructive criticism in Mm. the year, but sometimes I think you feel like you're constantly being judged, almost, and think it'll be nice just to be in your own classroom and be, this is my space now, I know what I'm doing, well, I'm obviously still learning, but... So you've got more autonomy. Yeah. Well, you did into a new job, you've got that space to be able to do it, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I know things have changed over the years. What I'm really curious about as well is that you started and you came in with textiles being your thing. Mm -hmm. And throughout the year, I think you've probably been challenged about what you think design and technology is for. And I know you're doing that a little bit in your final project about working with the children to understand. Yeah what they value about DNT. So what's your thing about DNT? Why why is it important? What's its point? I'm quite I think that it's important. I think the children don't realise necessarily, especially year seven from my research, the sort of jobs and stuff that you can take into DNT. I don't know if they think that it's more the fun subject they mm. do at school and maybe not the like the fundamental skills that they learn yeah and like from the research as well well I suppose you know what was coming out wasn't it that their practical skills they found out was important yeah practical skills um but what's the important thing about DNT for you what makes it unique I think from a ch- from the children's point of view they do like it they like the practical aspect of it mm. like even with food and stuff like that obviously they're I've seen children make stuff and then two weeks later them say to me, oh, miss, I made such a judge at the weekend. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, so they do actually redo the stuff in yeah. food. So I hope you would hope that that would be things that they would remember mm. and take into their future. Yeah. It's just stuff you need to know, isn't yeah. it? I don't know how else to... Yeah, stuff you need to know. Yeah. You learn stuff in D&T, you do stuff in D&T because it's stuff that you need to know. Yeah. That's fair enough. <laughs> we'll go with that one. Okay, I'll, I'll have a think on that. Something okay. might, else might spring into my mind. Right. Okay, well, I'm going to say it has been great to see how you've developed over the course of the year. So I yeah. think you are going to be a real bonus for yeah. the school. So congratulations you. on you know getting to this point. Can't yeah. quite say congratulations on finishing. You've got a few weeks to go, but hopefully I can get through those. Yeah. You've done really well. Thank you. You've been listening to the Talking DT podcast with me, Alison Hardy. You can connect with me on Twitter at Hardy underscore Alison. Show notes and transcripts for each podcast episode can be found on my website, alisonhardy.work. Thanks for listening.